Hi, we are Ellen and Lauren. We are sisters, wives, mothers, veterans, and all-around DIYers living our best lives. Our families each have three kids between 4 and 18 years old. On this podcast, we hope to help you learn to do what you can, where you are, and try not to sweat the rest. If you want to learn more about what we're discussing today, check out our show notes at wifestylehustle.com. You're listening to Wifestyle Hustle. There are customs or habits you get into over the years. Today, we're going to talk about some of ours. With the change in the weather, at least where I am, I start to think about the holidays. A little organization definitely helps reduce the stress during this time of year. Today, we are going to share a few of our holiday timelines and storage secrets. We hope this will help you with yours. Let's get into it. I'm not sure our advice in this particular episode is going to be useful (laughs) for the majority of people, but I certainly would encourage you guys, if you have some better ideas, to put it on our social media or make a comment on our website at wifestylehustle.com and just... (laughs) share your secrets with us. You can certainly answer some of these questions and we would love to hear about it. We could always use the help on figuring the stuff out for ourselves too. And I do hope that some of it is helpful. Exactly. Exactly. Like some of the timeline stuff might be helpful. I'm hoping. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. admit that probably Lauren nor I are great with storage. So we'll right you guys can help us out that's what i was thinking of (laughs) yep when do we buy presents that's our first topic i i think we've talked about it in a previous episode we start shopping right after the holidays so in christmas 2022 i right after christmas 2022 i bought my first gifts for 2023 and some admittedly sometimes those things end up being birthday gifts but uh, you know, mm-hmm. if it's a birthday gift, that's fine too. But if it, if I had another gift planned for a birthday, then that becomes a Christmas gift. And they they have such good holiday sales, like right after Christmas, that it just seems so wasteful to not get those things at a savings. Mm-hmm. And especially if you know people will enjoy them. How about you, Lauren? I don't. I have never started immediately following the holidays. Perhaps I'll make that a tradition starting this year. But I, um, <laughs> I have, and you know, this just goes back to my kind of crazy scheduling. I have figured out how many people I needed to buy presents for, and bought two presents a month, uh, starting at the appropriate month. So in times when I knew back in the day, in times when I knew I needed to buy a present for six people, then I would start three months before the holidays and and so on and so forth. I, I like to spread the joy, you know, over the calendar. I think the earliest I've ever started was June in my buying. <laughs> and and that was by my calculations to purchase for two people every month until Christmas started. 
just to spread out the cost a little bit. Yeah. And that makes sense. It, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it usually, go ahead. It does make sense. It just also sounds a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. And for me, I, I don't necessarily like do all of my shopping in December of the year right after Christmas. But if I see something I know people will really enjoy, then I go ahead and make the purchase simply because it, it saves me, for one, having to think about it later. If I don't get it now, I'm going to forget that, oh yeah, there's, this place had this thing. And even if I were willing to pay more for it, I will forget that they would enjoy that thing from that place. And right. Right. Um, so I, I just like to get it out of the way as soon as I can. And then I have it. And this brings us right into where we hide presents. Often mm -hmm. I hide pre these things on myself. And sometimes it ends up being a gift two years later, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. too. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about this before. I'm actually, I always keep my hidden presents in the same place now. There's absolutely no, for one, at this point, you know, my nine-year-old, my eight-year-old, like they, they aren't searching for their presents. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's because they haven't ever thought about looking for the presents. Maybe I've got them under my thumb enough that they... They feel that it wouldn't be appropriate to look for the presents. I'm not really sure, but they haven't ever looked. And that's very good because my presents are almost in plain sight <laughs> in, the, in the closet. Don't tell. Uh, yeah, it's all in the back of the closet. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> and my kid, my big kids were always the same. They never looked. I, I did threaten them when they were about your kid's age when uh, I thought maybe they might think about it. I said, you know, if you find your presents and I know you found your presents, you don't get them. <laughs> yeah. So they, as far as I know, they never looked. And if they looked, they kept it really on the sly. Cause I, I, know. I never saw that they looked. I really feel like they could not have put them back exactly as I left them in the shopping bags at the back of the closet. <laughs> I know. They couldn't have yeah, re replicated I mean, that. There's no way. <laughs> when we were kids, did you ever go looking? Oh, gosh, no. Did you? Kind of. Mom <gasps> listens to this. Is this too late? I, I <laughs> will. Late. I didn't listen. I didn't look. I think that it's too late for her to send my presents back to the store, which is what she threatened us with, too. I know. that. Well, where do you think I got it from? I know. I didn't ever find anything. To this day, I still don't know where she hid any of the presents. I looked in what I thought were the only real places to hide things in our house. But apparently, she had other places that I was not aware of. She was sneakier than mm -hmm. you thought mm -hmm. either that or it's that adult thing where kids think they're being all shifty and like sly about something but really their actions are completely obvious to anyone with any kind of sense <laughs> yes i've seen that from both sides 
All right. So, yeah, I never found anything. I don't think, like, from what I remember, I don't recall finding anything. I think I might have only looked one year. I was a little bit afraid of our mother <laughs> actually sending our stuff back. So, when do you wrap presents? I... Okay, so, you know how I said a while back that I like to plan everything you know like down to the month on how many people i'm buying for and make lists and you know like it seems so organized uh yeah i don't do that with the wrapping i i <laughs> usually wrap presents so everyone comes to our house for christmas for the last several years and i usually wrap presents after everyone gets here the kids, the kids are a little bit older now, so maybe it would be easier. But I, even with birthdays, I wrap presents the day of birthdays. I, like, we go through the day, special breakfast, special lunch, but we still have rest time. And then after rest time, so during rest time is when I wrap the presents. Rest time, the day of the person's birthday is when I wrap presents. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of the same with Christmas. I like to put that off until no more than five days before Christmas. And we're talking wow. everyone's <laughs> presents and stocking stuffers. I guess I, I am kind of a procrastinator. <laughs> What'd you say? I could never do that. I get so tired of wrapping presents that I just, I, I have to spread it out or I mm -hmm. lose my mind. I, I, just, I think yeah. your daughter, your daughter helped me last year. I I think she did. Yep. Yep. She wrapped kids presents, I guess. I, it must not have been stocking stuffers. I think I already had the stocking stuffers done. I don't know. We yeah. have to ask her. She probably would remember way better than I do. Probably. That's what she does. For us, I don't wrap presents until the tree is up. But we put up our tree pretty early my husband loves to have the tree up for a good month so usually we, we're putting our, our tree up right after thanksgiving usually the weekend after thanksgiving and then so as soon as that happens i can start wrapping presents because i don't have any place in my house as previously discussed at the top of the episode i don't have any place to wrap to hide wrapped gifts so mm -hmm. we have to do it after the tree is up so I have some place to put the the gifts and then the anticipation just builds for the rest of December because I often will put the tags face down so no one really knows what's theirs and no one's allowed to touch them you cannot really touch or oh gosh no no you don't touch the presents I they belong to me well <laughs> I don't, I don't put things up for the entire month. Like, that's just crazy. I, I don't know. I can't imagine I could make it a whole month without. But yeah, so since it's only out for a few days, they are allowed to pick up the present and guess and make their guesses, you all know, right. what's inside. I'm, I neither confirm nor deny, you know, any of the guesses, but that is part of our holiday fun is that they get to yeah. make their guesses. Hmm. No, we 
I, I just like to let them look at them because I, I place them just so, and they're pretty around the tree and I don't want little hands messing with them. And, and they mm -hmm. don't all go out right at the beginning of December. It's usually like one or two right there at the beginning. And then I'll wrap a few more and put a few more out. Last year, my husband got a table saw for Christmas and that it's actually a funny story. The UPS man delivered this thing and it was, I bet it weighed 75 pounds. It was so heavy and it came in a huge box. And I actually had him bring it all the way into the house because I couldn't pick it up. It didn't weigh 75 pounds, but it wasn't a really big box and it was really heavy. Uh, so I had him bring it all the way into the house and I wrapped it where he set it and just pushed it over behind the tree. I've done so that. <laughs> I got, actually, I got Steve to carry it upstairs. Okay, don't look at the box. Like, do it with your eyes closed, but please carry this upstairs. <laughs> yep. And he said after Christmas he knew what it was, but I don't think he did. <laughs> <laughs> the food. I Yum. For Christmas food, I like to start shopping for sales for anything that I can keep frozen or that just doesn't go bad. It's, I mean, as soon as we're in December, pretty much, or even before, like if I see some kind of amazing deal on ham in early November, I'm going to go ahead and get it then. Chuck that thing in the freezer and save it. As for all the perishable things, I usually get that probably like a week before the actual holiday again like depending on how quickly things go bad like potatoes will last longer i just start looking for when things are on sale and you know how it is you go shopping you know what the prices of things usually are and you just get it when it seems like a great idea and this year, we probably won't be any different. Prices aren't exactly <laughs> going down, so I will be looking for deals. Yep. And I would say that we do pretty much the same thing. Just shop sales and then do those perishables and just the days leading up to the holiday. Yeah. So I have nothing to add, but yeah. you covered that well. <laughs> Now, Christmas treats. I know that we treat this completely different. I like to start making and freezing Christmas treats almost as soon as we're in December. I make a lot of cookies to give away. And sometimes I just make the dough and freeze it and I don't cook them. In fact, in the last few years, that's what I've been doing I look mm -hmm. up several recipes and I let the kids participate because they usually help with the cookie making too. And we will pick four or five different cookies. And I also, I keep in mind the people I'm going to be giving them to because sometimes they have allergies. So we'll purposely look up recipes, you know, dairy-free recipes or gluten-free or, you know, whatever. And make sure and have some of some of what everyone <laughs> requires and yeah i just i make the dough and a lot of times i just put it in the freezer and you can either put in a 
big lump of dough or you can freeze the cookies already made uh, like uh, into a ball. That's a good idea. And then when you take them out, and I've kind of learned this the hard way, when you take them out, you can't just pop them straight into the oven. You have to kind of let them defrost for a little while first. Hmm, I'd say two hours on the cookie sheet to cook them on and then go ahead and cook them. And, and then your your recipients get fresh cookies. That's yeah, nice. freshly made cookies. And then you also only have out as many as you need for any particular time, which is, you know. So if you're going to go to a party that night, you can take out three different kinds of cookies and cook them all on the same cookie sheet. Really? I haven't ever done that before, but I'm going to <laughs> this year. <laughs> That's a brilliant idea. You've just, you just witnessed the birth of a plan. <laughs> and for me, I have handed off most of our baking. It's never been my favorite. I like to cook. I don't love to bake. I, I, I bake breads and stuff like that, but as far as sweets... I have handed almost all of that off to my oldest daughter. Oh, happy day. I was so glad when she wanted to start baking because I do love to eat baked goods, but I don't love to make baked goods. So she and she gets into the kitchen whenever she can leading up to the holidays. She'll she and I will try to coordinate where, you know, I don't need to be in there for anything and she'll just take over the kitchen for a day. And she makes the most delectable treats. She does. Uh, she and out. she has all kinds of ideas. I don't remember having the same cookies from one year to the next, except for nope. what are those things? Those things that you just make out of egg whites. Uh, meringues. Right. She oh makes my the goodness. Best meringues. They're so good. Those are awesome. <laughs> If she just made those, I'd be happy. But she always yeah. comes up with some new thing, too. And so I, I, I'm very happy to pass that on to her and let her just take the lead on all of that. So we get Christmas treats, but my daughter makes them and I'm happy for that. Which is almost better. I It's like having someone else make you food all the time. It's that better like awesome food. <laughs> there's there's two ways to argue that. I, I like things how I like it. And when I make it, it is the way I like it. But as I've gotten older, I've learned to appreciate just having food already made. Like that someone mm-hmm. gave you. Doesn't really matter how good it is. You didn't make it. So that's right. you know, that's the plus <laughs> of <laughs> For sure. Yep. I completely agree. So how do we figure out how to buy for those tough customers, those people on your gift list that already have everything or don't need anything or don't like anything? (laughs) (laughs) For me, I ask their spouse, unless I'm their spouse, because I'm married to one of those people I just mentioned. It's always uh, the men. I'm just going to say it, it is. I, they're, they're so hard. <laughs> in our family, I'm sure somewhere there's some man that's easy to buy for. But in our family. Ties or yeah. something. 
That's not true at all. Like, I know my husband's hard to buy for, your son is hard to buy for, and your husband's hard to buy for, too. Like, it's it's a man mm-hmm. thing in our family. It is. Unless you want to buy them expensive table Something saws really expensive. They always need something <laughs> they expensive. They do like expensive things. They have expensive taste. <laughs> it's true. But usually there is... In, at least in our family, there is something the person enjoys. So usually there are options. I I know, like, for instance, my husband, our dad, and, and Steve, they're all readers. Mm-hmm. So if you can't think of anything else, usually there's books. And if you know the genres that they enjoy can usually find something that they like but it's hard to buy books for people every single year oh look it's another book thanks yay thank you you do try and mix it up a little bit but Uh if you that's always a good fallback at least for our family other other men you know i'm sure there are (laughs) although i can't think of any right now well another thing our family has done a lot is themed t-shirts that yes seems to work pretty well for some of our men. And you'd have to judge whether your man is one that would like for his shirt to say something in specific. But mm-hmm. around here, that has worked too. And it's kind of a, I don't want to say like throwaway gift, but it's not usually very expensive. And if you can't think of anything else, you know, that's a good one to do. <laughs> That's a good fallback gift. It is. Kind of like books. You know, it's, it's one that yeah. you really can't come up with anything else. Or if there's nothing else they need. Sometimes it's just that they don't need anything. Right. Right. Those are or good that you don't want gifts. to spend that much money. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hope you have enjoyed this peek into our holiday prep. I'm feeling in the spirit of the season already just thinking about it. We hope we've helped you get into the spirit too. It all goes by so fast, and before you know it, it's January. Try to remember to enjoy those that you love most this season. Until next time. Thanks for listening today. This has been the Wifestyle Hustle Podcast. That's W-I-F-E style. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so you never miss an episode. Consider liking and reviewing our podcast wherever you listen. Share it with a friend. It really helps us out. Look for our new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. We'll see you soon.